0: to the Hoodoo Factory, a game show and discussion podcast about the 90s NBC sitcom classic News Radio. We will be drafting News Radio episodes into units with a common theme. In part A of the podcast, we will host a game show based on our drafted episodes. The contestants will compete for ABSA points in hopes of being declared the ABSA winner. In part B of the podcast, we will discuss the episode in greater detail. We are three dorks who preferred the term news radiologists who decided to use Twitter and podcasting for good instead of pure evil.
1: hello fellow wnyxkins welcome to our recap episode for everything everywhere all at wnyx unit i'm tom and i'm here with my co-hosts thaddeus and lauren and our special guests the host of dispatches from fort awesome jason and alan hi jason and alan
2: hello hi <laughs> oh hi we- <laughs>
1: Perfect. Uh, we want to thank you guys for being such huge supporters of the Hoodoo Factory. It's very much appreciated. Uh, would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves? Uh, Alan,
2: first. Hi, I'm Alan Rickert. It's nice to see everyone. Uh, I was, uh, co well, I guess we do episodes here and there uh, once in a great while, but a co-host of dispatcher Support Awesome with, uh, with Jason, also a news radio fan podcast, but uh, I'm also an actor... Uh, you can see me in movies here and there, uh, and I have been a huge fan of news radio since I was in high school, and one of my local channels started syndicating it after, nice. I think, like, season four, and that's really when I became obsessed, uh, nice. mm-hmm. to the point where I started uh, quoting it as much as I quoted The Simpsons <laughs> at the time, and that was, uh, that was a lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great to see you guys again. Uh, I was... I've been on one of these Zoom calls in a long time, so I miss
1: you guys. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, welcome. Uh, Jason, how about yourself?
3: Oh, hi. I'm Jason Klom. I'm also one of the co-hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome with Alan and Jen, who lives on the ether. Uh, and uh, I'm also a big Caroline in the City head. Uh, Dan, Alan, and I here are going to po- host a new co- podcast called Caroline and the City. It's a combo Caroline in the City and Sex in the City podcast. It's oh. very bad. Um, no, that will never happen. That will never, in my lifetime, happen. The only way that happens is if Leah Thompson says, "Jason, I want to do a podcast with you." At which point, yeah, th- that could be about whatever. And he's <laughs> Leah Thompson, and that'll that'll spin
2: off into a single guy podcast. You know, yeah. oh god,
3: yep, can't, can't wait. Herman's head is just around the corner. Um, but uh, yeah, and I've been a fan of News Radio almost since it started because I followed Phil Hartman from from SNL there so uh, yeah so there we are that's excellent
1: excellent thank you very much um just with leah thompson just tell her it's her density to do a podcast with you (laughs) okay you know what (laughs) to be
3: fair i have yeah that's fair i've I've said it before and i'll say it again not to her before but i have said it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) well welcome we're very excited to have you both here and jumping right into it, we are recapping our Everything, Everywhere, All at WNYX unit. For this unit, we chose the episodes Space, Sinking Ship, and Daydream. How do you both feel about this grouping of episodes? What's your opinion of the episodes, and how do you feel they work together? Alan, what do you think?
2: Look, I I thought this was a, a, a great grouping. Um, there, I mean, obviously, you have two that are sinking ship and space, just completely different realities, alternate universes. But Daydream, although canon, uh, (laughs) also has plenty of alternate universe fantasies uh, within the episode. So Mm
4: -hmm. I love these. Yeah. (laughs) Good. Good to hear. Jason, what do you think?
3: Uh, Well, first, I really like the name of the unit. That's very funny. Um, I have not seen the movie for which it is named, but I get the reference. I'm very smart, um, but um, <laughs> I particularly like it just because I feel like Daydream gets overlooked, and I like I like I like it going anywhere. But like this is this is a good way. It was you, you, we'll talk about it later. But you you made us think about what others could go in here, and it's honestly not that easy. But uh, this, that's the best one. And it's underrated, like I say, mm. especially for like Beth. I think Beth is particularly great in, the, in, in Daydream. Absolutely. I'm, yeah.
4: I mean, I'm a, I'm a big Beth fan anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to agree. Um, all right. Uh, if you were to add one more episode to the Everything, Everywhere, All-A-W-N-Y-X unit, what would it be? I
2: would add, Catherine moves on because they keep retelling the story. Ah-ha! Nice. That's why I go first, Jason. Nice. Um, because those are—they have their own little alternate realities with that whole yes. retelling Rashomon effect where everybody yep. has something exaggerated. So yeah,
3: mm-hmm. beat mm-hmm. that,
2: Jason. Go ahead. go ahead. I was gonna say. <laughs>
3: Because of all the, uh, you know, they do all these style pastiches. I was just thinking the episode Catherine Moves On uh, would be great to add. Alan didn't say anything just now. Uh, that was cut out because I, I asked Lauren to cut it out. Uh, uh, but, you know, well, Lord, homage, let's go to the tape. As an homage to Rashomon. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Everything he just fucking said. Uh, you know, same exact reason. Yeah, but I was trying to think like I was flipping through the list. I'm like, is, is there another style pastiche? And not really. And this is only barely a style pastiche. It's just more like a an homage. Uh, but yeah, I think it's it it is as close to also daydream uh, thematically as you're going to get. And mm-hmm. uh, very good. I haven't rewatched that one in a while, but I do love it. Sad as it might be.
4: It is a good episode. So that has the storylines. Catherine moves on. Uh, Jimmy can't get the full story, which is where we get these little, uh, the, the little glimpses into everybody's alternate reality they're living out in their heads. And, um, of course, Joe trying to hit on Catherine one last time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're going to get into our lightning round. We're going to ask Jason and Alan some questions about the three episodes in this unit. And if they do well enough, they just might win themselves some abscess. All right. Well, good luck, you guys. Here we go.
5: Okay. So in the lightning round, the first episode is going to be space. We're going to ask five questions on space. And then we're going to go on to the, the next episode in our unit. Number one. Mr. James and Dave use VR goggles to look at A, Star Wars, or B, the budget?
4: B, the budget.
5: Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. Correct.
4: (laughs) Okay, question two. Dave and Lisa argue over A, buying a space TV, or B, whose apartment to live in?
3: B, 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 it's B. I know this one. (laughs)
4: Final answer. Yes. All right, correct. <laughs> Enthusiasm.
1: <laughs> All right. Bill and Catherine are arguing over who will have to go into a hypersleep or B sketch comedy. <laughs>
2: hypersleep.
3: So, that your Although final I, answer. I cut. That's my final answer. Although I kind of wish. That your is skin. correct. I know. You're more of an improv lady. You're <laughs> big on yes and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, question
5: four. True or false? Joe manages to fix the core reactor.
4: That is false. False.
5: All right. That is false. You are correct.
4: <laughs> and question five. True or false? At the end of the episode, only Bill and Matthew are left alive.
2: Wait, 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 wait. No, it is true. I was trying to think if anybody possibly survived in the pod Mm. when it got unplugged, but no. We
5: did the math. No.
0: (laughs) You are correct.
1: Okay, these next five questions are about sinking ship. Question number one, what does Dave warn the crew to look out for? Is it A, big ass birds, or B, icebergs? (laughs) B, mm-hmm. Very good, but watch out for the big ass birds as well.
5: <laughs> you must. Question two: How does Walt characterize his plan for the sketch of Lisa? Is it A artistic or B naked?
3: That is A, because artistic is core for naked.
5: <laughs> it is true. Question: Both answers are
3: correct. Fair enough. Right. That's fair.
5: Way to get that one
2: wrong, Jason. No. Oh,
3: <laughs> i challenge you to a duel, Alan.
2: <laughs> Pistols at dawn. Wait, my place uh, are yours
4: because we're uh, very far uh, away from each uh, other.
3: <laughs> me, outside mine, you outside yours. We see if we can hit one another <laughs>
4: from a few thousand miles away. This sounds safe. <laughs> All right, question three. True or false, Lisa loves wearing the largest blue diamond in the world. Is that your final answer? That's my final. Answer. <laughs> okay, yes, false. She false. doesn't want people thinking she she's with Dave again. Mm-hmm. That's
1: right. Sounds like a ship's horn. False. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, now nah, I wish I would have gone full horn.
1: Damn it. <laughs> okay. Never
5: go full horn, Alan.
2: <laughs>
1: you have another opportunity. True or false? Joe manages to fix the leaking hall.
5: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> correct. Impressive. Okay. Question five The last two people remaining at the end of the episode are Matthew and A, David, or B, Bill. B for Bill. That is correct. <laughs>
3: I knew the answer, but
4: hesitated. This is why I was not good at standardized tests. (laughs) Well, we all know standardized tests are inherently racist. (laughs) I know, Dave. I'm just not like you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. These next five questions are related to the episode Daydream. Mm -hmm. Question one. Mr. James wants to replace drive time with... A, Phone Bones Follies, or B, This Day in History? A, 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 Phone Bones Follies. <laughs> starring,
3: starring Robert Spina and, oh my God, what's her name? Oh, I can't remember her name. We interviewed her too. She's very kind.
1: Okay, question number two Which staff member's daydreams are inspired by horror movies? Is it A, Bill, or B, Beth? Beth. Uh... Beth. <laughs> <laughs>
3: are going to answer everything on the podcast.
6: Correct. <laughs>
2: That's how you suck the energy out of a podcast.
6: That's
5: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> OK, question three. Lisa daydreams about the feeding Dave with a metaphor about A, coffee, or B, judo?
4: B, judo.
5: B is correct.
4: Mm-hmm. Question four, true or false? joe manages to fix the broken thermostat
3: yes true I, tr-
2: yes we don't see him do it though that's the only thing he just that's says it's true fix, so it's... maybe
3: he calls somebody else and who's competent and not a serial killer and they fix it.
4: <laughs> for the purposes of this quiz we are going to say yes you are correct true for once he fixed something do you think he had
3: bodies stuck in the ducts and that was part of the problem <laughs> <laughs>
5: Could have been uh, it. No, that's it. I knew it. It's, it's the smell. How long it took to fix a broken thermostat. Mm-hmm. Maybe the problem was not a broken thermostat. <laughs> he turned the ther- he turned
1: the heating into an incinerator.
3: Mm-hmm. It worked for rats. Let's see if we can transfer that all the way through the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart. All right. And
1: finally, question number five. The ending suggests the entire series takes place inside the imagination of A. Beth or B. Jimmy. Jimmy.
3: B. Yeah. Jimmy.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Correct.
1: That was our lightning round. Now I will move on to the uh, superlatives. Um, okay. Question number one. Alan, which character do you believe would have had the most HR meetings?
2: I so I have a, a different response for each episode that
1: Sure, uh, absolutely. Uh,
2: space, I would I would say Joe, just for wanting to see Beth and <laughs> naked one. and Captain naked. Sinking ship, I would say Bill and Dave for pulling out a gun. Uh, <laughs> And daydream, I would say Aliens Matthew for attacking uh, Beth and who was with her? Wow.
3: Joe. Yes. Thank you, no. Joe. <laughs> Thank you. The one with muscles. Yes. <laughs>
2: who was also scared of Matthews. So.
3: Mm-hmm. Very good.
1: <laughs> Very good. Uh, Jason, who do you believe would have had the most HR
3: meetings? I kind of agree with Alan now, but my original thought was Jimmy because of the space porn. Um so, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> so
2: stupid. I love it. But also, like, so David, Jimmy, mm-hmm. both know of this porn stash. They both have been keeping in this VR thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. Oh. Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jim, Jimmy knows right where to go to look for them. It's like they've done it before. It's like they're, they're they have a shared file. Oh yeah. um, uh, <laughs> Various centerfolds. Um, I, I just thought over the course of the whole thing it would be Joe uh, mainly mainly because of the antics in space, but uh, also because he's unable to fix the equipment that he's that he's hired to fix uh, <laughs> in in um, daydream. So you know, I mean, it takes him a long time. Um, so yeah, that that was my thinking there. Uh, number two, I'll mix it up, uh, Jason. Who was the funniest character in the unit who made you laugh the most?
3: Bill in Daydream. Uh, mostly even, mm-hmm. but yes, I loved him during the, his actual daydreams, but every time he would come out of them, it was very real and <laughs> very like, grounded. All of a sudden, right. Bill was yeah. not his usual boisterous self. He was like, uh, yeah, was a dream. yeah I just there's something about how real he played it that I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, very much loved it. Very good.
1: All right, Alan, who made you laugh the most?
2: uh i gotta say it was uh it was bill and sinking ship just because he is so over the top <laughs> asshole rich guy but just again just some of the things he would say like uh <laughs> the wealthiest autocracy are simply not meant to mingle with the bulgarian bourgeois swine <laughs> of third class it just isn't done just how he <laughs> says that you're like. <laughs> I actually
1: got to use the line, it just isn't done at work the other day. Nice, nice. Uh, Yes, I have to agree with you both. Uh, I think over the whole, um, all three episodes, Bill was the funniest. Um, Yeah, just Titanic especially. The Sinking Ship, really a standout episode for me. Um, Okay, Alan, what was your favorite interaction between the characters?
2: I gotta say, it was... Actually, daydream, when Dave is just sitting around telling the staff about how news and traffic with the low ratings are going to be replaced by phone ball and <laughs> and literally everyone at the table misinterpreting it just slightly. They, like, they get a little information, right. but wrong, and everyone was different. It was just like, it was a master class in comedy for an ensemble cast. <laughs> I thought it was just... That uh, was great. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it was like the worst game of telephone ever yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> all right jason uh, what was your favorite interaction
3: this is hard like part of my brain doesn't think of space and sinking ship as news radio episodes because they're so very different and they are kind of like genre acting through both of them they're none of them are doing their normal shit uh so that's why I lean toward, I just love the whole, it's the, right at the beginning of Daydream, but it's the whole, I'm so hot, and then him gently <laughs> leaning around out the door, and, the door and, little face, and it's so sweet, and then mean at the same time. I just, I don't know why. And I, 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 I am a, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a Beth booster whenever I can be, and I just feel like that's one of the best parts of that one, much as I really love all the, the actual scenes, the uh, recreations and stuff. but.
1: Very good um i'm gonna go with the joe and beth in a uh, space when she brings them out of hypersleep uh merely because we we find out that the orioles were the last human team to win the world series <laughs> <laughs> most pedantic oh, rats. yeah
2: oh wait he also he joe and that he drank the mouthwash he didn't spit yes. it out. He <laughs> yeah he it.
4: swallowed it <laughs> yeah.
2: <Ew>. yeah gross <laughs> I was like, did I miss an edit? I like, no, I think he just drank the, drink the uh, mouthwash. It's, it's, like it's the
3: kids at my high school used to do that to get drunk because they somehow couldn't get access to any Bartles and James. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, they have given you a pill that could keep you young for like 900 years, so I figured maybe, maybe they are drinkable mouth, mouthwash. that That's
6: fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like vitamins, too, or something. Who knows?
5: <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna take over for the next three questions. Um, and my first question, Alan, is gonna be, "What was your favorite joke or bit
3: in the unit?" Don't step on my shit here, Alan. I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> Actually, uh, I had one written down, but I'm gonna switch this because just rewatching, uh, I think my favorite was "Daydream." After Bill uh, came out of the first fantasy of kissing Lisa, and then after Dave was you know interrupting, he's like, uh, you know, fantasizing about the lottery. When like Dave walked away, you start to hear that soap opera music pop back on when he goes back to the fantasy, and then it just cuts. cuts <laughs> that oh, was
3: oh, that was a thing
2: of just gold. Like I yeah I I love that so much. Like it They're was like so much. subtle, but yeah.
3: There are two very good editing jokes in that, honestly, <laughs> yeah. and that's one of them, and it's brilliant.
6: <laughs>
5: but, uh, that was unexpected. I definitely didn't expect that, but that, that's a great catch. Like I didn't even really catch on um, you know, in, in the same way that you guys both did, obviously. Uh, Jason, what did you think uh, the, best, the best joke or bit in the unit was?
3: It's really, really, really difficult. Like, because I, I, I know that I would, like, often quote or semi-quote the what are these things, trees you speak of, a lot, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> in high school but ooh, I'm just looking we already talked about artistic that's poor for naked because it is a very good line uh, but I'll go with a visual gag which is uh, the, the newspaper that says Dave Nelson cries like woman or baby <laughs> <laughs> the most childish joke written by adult men oh, uh, and I was trying to figure out what USA Today that was because I kind of want to recreate that I kind of want that paper with Lisa's face on it I kind of want that on my wall yeah I agree uh, <sighs> very dumb very I'm dumb <laughs> but
5: i love it really mad that that is not my answer <laughs> okay, <I should> be <laughs> in, but that is so good ah oh, man great call um I, I really love the space adding space to everything in the space episode yep. space dollars yeah. space hell space pliers space credits uh-huh. interview from space talkie um <laughs> <credits>. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it just it fit you know it didn't feel like it was forced but they were able to just kind of get that laugh and get that smile <laughs> in consistently for the episode by just throwing that word out there so <laughs> um, that was that was definitely my favorite but now i, I want to switch my answer to what uh, jason had i, I, I like that <laughs> <laughs>
3: can i also say there's a set joke and i think it's a joke the uh the doors the the star trek doors that open are impossible, like the one opening to the left would be going into an open space of a window, and I yeah. think they framed it so you can't see it. And whether oh. that's meant to be a joke or just to make it work, I think it's supposed to be a joke, because this is an impossible door. If that were to open <laughs> all the way, you'd see it just go into the window, <laughs> right. which is very stupid. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, oh, I've never I wish noticed it today.
2: I wish it would have went into the window. That would have been... I know.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, I, I think, obviously... Out. Somebody was at home going, guys, watch this shot. Guess what we did here with this? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Somebody got to point that out and take credit mm-hmm. for that. So I'm mm-hmm. actually happy to know about it. <laughs> now I can be like, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, next question for Jason. Uh, we'll go with you first. Sure. Uh, what did you think was the best character performance? Uh,
3: I thought... Mm, the the one other most like grounded performance is beth and the alien spoof and uh, it's quick it's fast but she's it's a perfect action thing and she's also doing what women always do in these action movies which is support the dumb piece of beef to the right <laughs> and just, like and like actually hold up the scene and that's exactly what she did she's great she's it's, it is a perfect performance especially considering she's surrounded by a bunch of like Stand ins for Andy Dick and Andy Dick, right. like to make right. those appear like aliens. Yes, you could light it as red as you want, but her commitment to the bit is just so beautiful. I love
5: it. <laughs> awesome. That's a good pick. And I, and I think, you know, her in that episode overall, she did a great job. You know, she had, yeah. Uh, obviously, in a lot of the episode, got to react and, and play off Andy in particular, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. everybody by informing them about the meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bill, five <Yeah>. minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so Alan, what did you think the best character performance was? What stood out to you?
2: Well, you know, again, I'm switching what I wrote down because I'm like thinking back. But uh, <laughs> uh, I got to say, uh, the end scene when this thermos, when Joe tells Beth the thermostat is fixed, like everything she does in response of just like coming out of the uh i was daydreaming about matthew and then he like smiles and just uh not like that eh." like just just like just coming out from like her just being like i don't want to move i'm still hot and then like just like snapping out of it as soon as that 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 comes up where she
5: might have had feelings for matthew for a second it's it's great (laughs) good choice good choice um uh, just to just throw in some variety, I thought, you know, again, yelling out uh, Bill and sinking ship, you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of, as we mentioned before, his commitment to that character and, and just playing it all the way out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, perfect. I, I really was hoping to use the line. Sorry, doesn't feed the Admiral's cat, does it? This <laughs> uh, just, just couldn't find a just couldn't find a go where It would have been seen as subordination, you know, <laughs> no, I'll keep this job. Uh <laughs>
2: <laughs> i i was gonna say i originally wrote that down uh phil uh, harvin sinking ship but uh you know just thinking back like i I've, I've used him already but i go back true, no. <laughs>
5: uh, i appreciate again you, you definitely pointed out something that 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 look that he has right when she says thinking about matthew yeah perfect like you know, whenever joe rogan actually shines we definitely gotta throw a little spotlight on there because we throw the spotlight on the other stuff too yeah Okay, last question for me. Alan, will have you go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your favorite, or you thought the funniest scene from the unit?
2: Yeah, boy, uh, it. <laughs> it I think it was actually when Lisa. It's it's actually just a quick C, but when Lisa throws the necklace in the water and then dave just immediately (laughs) pops up and it's just like lisa if you didn't want the damn necklace it's like he would have just like let himself drown if he didn't see that (laughs) necklace like Like, are you kidding me
5: like Uh, so that that, yeah all right good choice definitely and then she throws it away again Uh, you know after (laughs) he goes away for the coffee i was expecting him to pop up again but (laughs) (laughs) Oh okay. Uh, and Jason, would you? Uh, what was your favorite, or you thought the funniest scene from the unit?
3: It's very hard to pick, but I went with Catherine's single moment of peace in the history of the show, which is her daydream, of actually having people of color in the office. <laughs> <And> the <laughs> Joe Fury destroying it all. Hey guys, she said it's okay. Come on in. Anybody friends
6: <laughs> <spurs> last night? <laughs> you
3: know, I love it. Wearing a sweater vest of all things. Like it's just uh and i think in all no not not in space but phil dicker who is uh phil hartman's stand-in is he appears in he's he's in a couple big scenes in both of these i think he's the the nav. i think he's the ship the guy driving the ship in titanic too um but he's in that scene being a very white man as well but i really <laughs> love that whole thing it's just <laughs> the, the writer's <laughs> own response to their lack of competence in writing a black woman is uh, very funny to me
2: also any <laughs> any time someone Someone uh, throws friends under the bus. Yeah, it
5: makes me laugh. It was so perfect, and her reaction just so perfect it, after what we just saw for a Daydream. So. Um, I, I actually, you know, I thought that was that was one of my favorites too. And I thought they did, they did a great job because if you look at a lot of other sitcoms, they'll make a moment like that a little more dramatic or melodramatic. Like they made the satirical point. Um, without sacrificing the comedy, they still landed it, and we kind of uh, moved on. So I thought that was really good.
6: Mm -hmm.
5: Um, I I like calling attention to Matthew falling overboard and sinking ship. (laughs) Uh, The way he tries to play Uh, it off. Oh, good thing I was out there. Somebody dropped this off the ship. All right, and we get Joe's joke. I thought you said, man overboard. You know, and and Joe and all that. So I just love the the rhythm of that scene. Like, everybody kind of plays off, and and we get a good laugh. So that was one of the ones I would have picked as funniest. So good. All right, now Lauren has your next three questions.
4: Okay, so I want to know, what is your favorite storyline from the episodes? And just for the benefit of our listeners, I'm going to run through the storylines really quickly. So Space has the storylines of Joe can't fix the reactor core, Dave and Lisa can't decide whose space pod to live in, and Bill and Catherine can't decide who should go into hypersleep. Sinking Ship has the iceberg with the sinking ship, and Bill and Dave being concerned about Walt and Lisa, and Daydream has the broken thermostat leading to the Daydreams, and Phone Bones Follies. So, Alan, of those storylines, which one's your favorite? Oh, that's so tough.
2: uh, I'm going to go with... The broken thermostat just leading, leading, leading to everybody's daydreams from the most, the biggest surreal moments to just the most mediocrity, medi- uh, mediocre uh, fantasies that probably couldn't happen. But like Lisa, you know, putting <laughs> Dave in his place for one moment. Like... <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs>
4: the variety in the daydreams was pretty incredible like you know so many of them were not like really over the top and and that's kind of what made it for me i think <laughs> it, made it made it a little more believable yeah those kinds of things are the only things we were seeing on like the simpsons anyway too at the time
3: that kind of pastiche like any no other sitcom was attempting to like let's make a scene look like aliens that was not happening
4: you know <laughs> kind of groundbreaking at the yeah, time Jason, which one of these uh, storylines is your favorite?
3: I think uh, the whole, I have a soft spot for Walt. So the whole, anytime Bill hates Walt or Dave's afraid of Walt or challenged by Walt. uh, Yeah, I love all of it. All of it. It's beautiful. It's very good. And he's just so sweet and innocent. He plays it off so well. (laughs) uh, Brad Rose, great. And he was, you know, honestly, one of my favorite guests when we did the podcast. He was very generous and fun and, uh, I don't know, just a nice guy. Such
2: a a charming,
3: charming charming gent, too, yes. And he doesn't act anymore, really. It's so weird. It's so weird.
4: (laughs) You can't not love Walt. I mean. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I I really wish we had gotten more Walt. I wish they would have found a way to work him into season five. I agree. I yeah. need
0: to make a
3: Walt Lego.
4: I'm realizing I haven't made Walt into a Lego guy for my Lego set. I'm,
3: st- I'm staring at it. And I don't have a Walt. You've
0: got to you gotta have a Walt. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I agree.
3: Come <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> Oiga Walt. Walt minifig. <laughs> <laughs> um...
4: So for me, none of these storylines really stood out as the clear winner. Like, I I really liked them all. Um, But I think it's partly because of the nature of the episodes. Like, the storylines were almost incidental. um, Mm -hmm. It's the genre they're jumping into or the spoof they're pulling off that makes the episode so interesting um so the storyline at that point just becomes the vehicle but that being said I I really think Joe trying to fix the reactor core in space has some of my favorite jokes out of all three episodes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the problem is I can't find any wires the... and <laughs> um well this is bad news <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> just to name a couple so I think that's probably my favorite but it it's a real hard pick between mm-hmm. these three episodes I think okay so Jason what's your favorite strongest memory or reaction involving these episodes what has stayed with you over the years
3: there are two things because one is that i still will call something space blank or whatever and i it's like really informed how i write jokes it's dumb it's a (laughs) quick shortcut to calling something something space bucks it's very funny or whatever bucks or you know uh and uh but i really i really i think the first time that i was like Was like, oh, hey, I get that reference, and I felt real smart for it. Was when the Saint Elsewhere thing came up, and I was at the very end of Daydream, and I was like, oh, I recognize the thing finally. Look at me, I'm a smart boy. And that, and it's (laughs) it's 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 still a good moment for me. I really, I really like that. Really quick, R.I.P. Richard Belzer, who is the reason that you know. Mm. If only he'd been in News Radio, we could have tied it in to the whole Belzer verse. It would have been nice, but you know, it's almost there. That would have been awesome. You know.
4: Have you ever worked a space heater joke into all this space business that oh, you, you try to plug in? You, <laughs> no,
3: I, I think I would realize that I'd stolen it from this show, which, by the way, it is such a like, it's such a fucking clunker of a joke. And it's also <laughs> just like done with it. They're like, no, 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 this this is fine. This is on national TV. And we know, it. we know it. This is what you get. Enjoy. And I I, don't know, I appreciate it. It's such an old timey, stupid joke. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs>
4: All right, Alan, so what is your strongest memory or reaction? What has stayed with you over the years from these episodes?
2: I I, I really think it was uh, the, the references of just being in other universes in space, like uh, when, obviously, Phil Hartman was like, you know, Soylent Green is people, Soylent Green. <laughs> and, and even, you know, uh, uh, Catherine mentioning how... <laughs> So the rebel group blew up the death star and but lord, lord vader escaped without harm like that stuff like I, I just remember at least at the time i was like nobody nobody's like if somebody makes like our star wars reference or anything is like big like but this this seems a little more like organic or well i don't even know organic but subtle like uh-huh. it's well. and just like hey this could be a that universe sure
4: yeah why not <laughs> no. It was it was really nice just to see those things represented. You don't feel as much like um, you know like like Jason said a smart boy for recognizing those things, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. was really nice to see him there. Yes. <laughs> Um, for me I think it's Beth's nightmares in daydream that st- stuck with me over the years like when I think of space the strongest memory that comes back to me is from the first time that I watched it and it was the space heater joke like that's what when I think of space I'm like oh yeah the one with the space heater joke um, and when I think of sinking ship for some reason my strongest memory is that first shot of Lisa turning around with her giant hat <laughs> but um, when I, I think my most vivid memories that have stuck with me over the years are Beth's horror movie daydreams probably because I am a giant baby about horror movies <laughs> okay. okay. very relatable for me <laughs> <laughs> me too actually yeah I have a real yeah I have trouble with them yeah I can't mm-hmm. do it can't do it <laughs> all right last question in this section um which actor or character do you think had the most fun Alan, who do you think was the actor or the character that that had the most fun?
2: This this is interesting because uh, I didn't put her as like either any of my favorite jokes in the episodes or, or. Necessary performance, but I just thought Maura Tierney in space. I just thought she was eating up everything she could, like just <laughs> walking with the whole problem with the door, and like she just seemed to be like having a great time. And then when the alien got loose, just like walking in with the gun, <laughs> tossing it to to Dave, like she was an expert at this, and then just going back to back. I I I loved her in that episode. Like, great, yeah. <laughs>
3: I think there's some backstory, unintentional maybe backstory to that that we can thank the costume designers for. We'll get to it later. It's something I want to bring up, but I think there's a reason she's the bigger badass, other than the fact that she's the most competent of the two anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But...
4: I think you're right though you make a good point like she didn't have like zingers or anything anything like real great jokes or great lines or anything but yeah her performance was was pretty inspired and um, I think she did really enjoy like being the one that the door listened to and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think she got a little little joy out of that. (laughs) Um, Jason how about you which actor or character do you think had the most fun.
3: I thought Phil Hartman in Sinking Ship because uh, a honorable mention for his last episode, but also they gave him like a thing he loved to do, which is a thing that like I absorbed from watching him enough, which is old timey voice, old timey character, and just <laughs> fucking running with that for a whole episode. And like, and he'd done it before. He does. He he roughly does this character with a similar mustache in Three Amigos. Uh, it's it's <laughs> not Whoa. beyond a good, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, he got to use a cane again, and I'm. He sure did he, get to use. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm sure
2: he. If, if that stopwatch wasn't in his outfit, I'm sure he would have said, "I need a stopwatch in this outfit."
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> three amigos. He says, uh, "Tell him about the coach's picture, Marty." Like that. <laughs> like him doing that thing to me was the funniest thing I'd ever seen and I'm like I don't know what that is but I can tell it's a reference to old timey something or other and like by the time I saw this I was like oh he's just getting to do his absolute favorite thing which is chew scenery uh, (laughs) until it's gone and yeah I don't know he looked like he was clearly enjoying himself
4: well I agree I think both Phil Hartman the actor and Bill McNeil the character Mm -hmm. had the most fun really across the whole unit Mm -hmm. Um, like in Space and Sinking Ship he got to play not just Bill McNeil but he also got to play like this character of Phil Hartman you know at the Mm -hmm. at the the beginning and the end of each episode Um, and then Bill the character also got to live at the end of those two episodes so Mm -hmm. I mean that's a little bonus for him Mm -hmm. he didn't he didn't die um, and he had, God, he had so many great lines in Sinking Ship, like um, you mentioned, sorry doesn't feed the Admiral's cat, and your reputation has been indelibly besmirched. I've been trying real hard to use that one. That's, that's a new favorite for me. <laughs> um, he's got the great mustache, and then in Daydream, he got to make out with a bunch of lovely ladies, so I, I think it's Bill all the way. <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: Moving on with the podcast, uh, we're going to have a little group discussion that's led by Lauren. But first, I want to point out that our guests got a perfect score on the lightning
4: round. And they Yay. earned themselves
5: some abscess stickers that will be mailed to them post haste.
4: Oh, wait. Oh, I held up the wrong sticker. Sorry. You you will also get the sticker. This is uh, Dave's door. And it says, "If what you're saying is true, then I still don't care." I Love it. Also <laughs> ah, available yes. at also available at grabagear.com, as well as Junior's hat that says "Above Average Hat Sir." <laughs> get all your stickers at grabagear.com. Well done. Oh God,
3: I just realized I need to find a way to get those hats made, but with like both patches. Like that would be <laughs> ideal. what a deep dumb cut that would be. Ooh. That would be
5: incredible. All
3: right, I'm gonna have to That'd look it. incredible. <laughs>
5: All right, well, congratulations again on achieving a perfect score on that tough, tough quiz that we gave. So rough. Uh, <laughs> Oof. And Sweat. Lauren is going to bring up some prompts and, and open up the topic of discussion for our group discussion section.
4: Okay. Um, so the first thing I wanted to discuss is who is your favorite secondary character? So, we're talking guest stars, extras, background performers. Alan, do you have a favorite across any of these three episodes? You steal As it, out, far, I swear to God. I was probably
2: be the same one. I don't know. But, yeah, secondary character, I mean, you got to give it to Howie <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> and Badricks. And this is what happened on, on most of our podcasts. I would say something and Jason would just leave the room and I would just continue on for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, I mean, you just, he's just so sweet. You feel so yes. bad for him, and the only yeah. thing he fantasizes about is being a
3: part of this team and then remembering his name. Remember <laughs> his name, <laughs> and he
2: sounds so basic. And he sounds like a like a like he's Jimmy Stewart's father yeah. or something. He's so so just like, like
3: yes.
2: hot enough to boil an egg in here. That's like, <laughs> 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 Thanks,
3: Harry. <laughs> Arguably
5: the most heartbreaking part of the, yeah. all this unit, I mean, of oh, this entire uh, unit. Even oh with yeah! Like, that's oh like, yeah! Ooh.
3: It's the closest we ever got to like, oh, let's do an episode about the extras, like outside of that sort of season six opener thing that they never actually aired. Uh, yeah, so, I, it's <laughs> so good.
2: I was just say so. I uh, my wife, I have gotten her to watch like a lot of episodes, when she was watching Daydream with me and. How he came and went. She's like, oh, that's so sad. Then she looked at me and she's like, wait, he's a recurring character, right? I'm like, no, that was a one-off. She's like, that's (laughs) a one-off. And then she just started losing
4: it. (laughs) I mean, there is no reason that a one-off character with a handful of lines in a sitcom should be able to elicit that kind of emotion. But he did it. And it was incredible.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That guy's whole life story is also great. I will point out, I interviewed him on... Alan in my podcast. Awesome. I did it alone because Alan refused. He just said, for some reason, <laughs> I hate that man. Well, um, I, kept I kept calling I I, him. I
2: kept calling him Harry, and he said that's not my name. So like, I don't want to be part of
3: this. <laughs> Jesus. No, like many, many of them, I just did that one on my own. And his whole life story is great, and he was very appreciative to do. Like he has a memory of every show he's done. Like mostly Will and Grace, because he did a lot of Will and Grace. Mm. But yeah, I really love Maui now he just stands out and like that whole that whole idea like of of this one-off character controlling a scene like you can't tell me community didn't in some way see that and i know they did but like it's yeah it's very much in that vein and i love it
6: mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. so jason i'm assuming howie was your answer uh-huh. too since yeah. you tried to storm out of the podcast yep yep <laughs> yep it's
3: hard, hard, hard enough to boil an egg in here,
4: huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. All right. I mean, I have a feeling he was number one on everyone's list, but Thad, who who was your favorite secondary character?
5: Oh, uh, I'm i going to be contrarian here. The alien at the newsstand. I mean, he got dialogue. He <laughs> uh,
4: got to interact with, with Joe. And ben. You
5: know what? No, I'm going. I'm
3: going. Go. Oh, okay. go you pissed Alan off. This is Howie Erasure. Everything. Jeez.
4: <laughs> i mean that's that's a good answer too not no, not enough credit is given to the aliens
2: <laughs> yeah how, how much foot traffic does he come to does he have that newsstand they had to go to venus just <laughs> to think,
5: right. like, what? and if joe didn't speak alien they were out of luck so, yeah this yeah guy must be popular <laughs>
4: All right, Tom. Who's your favorite secondary character? Well,
1: I kind of figured that people would take Howie, so I wanted mm-hmm. to do something different. So I took Jeanette de Chapeau.
6: <laughs> okay, <Nice. laughs> fair, it's French. Fair of it. uh, <laughs> <definitely>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love the fact that that was her name, and Bill just imagined it hmm. somehow. So there really was like some kind of connection, but he didn't get to explore it. <laughs>
4: Well, I really liked her performance, too. I thought Uh it was great the way she played the woman in his daydream, so willing to be wooed by him. And Mm -hmm. then this woman who just had instant disdain for him in reality, (laughs) (laughs) just met him, already hates him. (laughs) Yeah, I thought she did a really great job. Um, Sorry, but what
2: I was going to say, when the elevator's closed, though, it's just like, like, we're having a meeting, Bill. Okay, okay! <laughs> <laughs> so
4: much rage.
5: Uh-huh. <laughs> but it sets up a Gandhi joke at the table. Right.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <Not proud. laughs> really good. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Howie was my number one. I also really liked Jeanette de Chapeau. (laughs) It's French. (laughs) Um, But shout out to Bobby Brown for the Irene Bot performance. Sure. Um, If nothing else, for the death glare she gives Joe when she first steps off the elevator, because it was like it was a very different thing from the the role she had played in the episode she was in before. Mm -hmm. You know, where she was an actual person, not a robot. (laughs) It really set her apart. It was just a very menacing death glare. (laughs) really good um, okay, so now I want to talk about what was your favorite piece of random information learned? Mm-hmm. Jason, I'm going to go to you first so that Alan can't steal your answer. Right. What was your favorite piece <laughs> of random information learned? It's <laughs> the
3: fact that Lisa clearly has a higher rank slash more experience than Dave. She's got way more bars on her, on her costume uh, in ah, space. And okay. So she's more experienced in battle and everything else. Still deserves a captain's seat, but it's just, you know, whatever. I'm reserved to being number two or number one, whatever you want. <laughs> (laughs) call me on this ship but yeah she's great and the space patriarchy
1: is real it's
3: true (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was the thing everything else was like i I had some other ones that they're kind of boring this one i thought i thought was like i'd never noticed it before this is the first time i noticed she had she had rank those two i think the only ones with rank everybody else just has the suit
4: okay okay yeah that's a good point i hadn't even thought about that (laughs) um alan what's your favorite piece of random information learned
2: i just love that there's a pataki in every news radio universe <laughs> pataki, space pataki
4: we've got to have all the pataki <laughs> i feel like they never missed a chance to throw in a pataki joke that's true i'm
2: just surprised he wasn't in one of the daydream fantasies oh. at
3: some point yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs> that, would have been great. that would have been a great uh,
3: cameo. <laughs> Alan, should I try and get him on our podcast? Should I try and get him <laughs> on our podcast? He's like, I was I was referencing what show? What are you <laughs> <on>? <laughs> what is this? We got our- time. Yes <laughs> you do.
2: We have to refer him to him as Space Pataki. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> or the Admiral. The whole
3: time, if the whole time you just referred to him as Admiral Space Pataki or whatever. <laughs> like, just see. What? You know it's Pataki, right? Mm. Uh, I don't
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that.
3: <laughs> I can't wait for your next episodes, guys. I'm not going to lie. Like, right now. i to <laughs>
5: get this
4: down. It's in my calendar. All right, Tom, what was your favorite piece of random information learned in this unit?
1: Uh, that that Jimmy and Dave have a shared porn file. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah, yeah. there is something very uncomfortable about the fact that Jimmy knows right where to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like very
5: uncomfortable. Underneath a file his folder
3: labeled "vacation photos" or something. It's like something innocuous. Yeah. It's underneath his space
1: mattress or something. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
4: All right, Thad, what about you? What's your favorite piece of random information learned?
5: I, I'm still trying to figure out this whole thing where Beth hangs out at Matthew's house. Yeah, that's You're weird. Like two
4: of them just hanging
5: out, watching movies. Like, wh- what do they talk about? Like, it's just it still just doesn't fit for me yet. So. Well, also,
2: we learned an injury. Matthew has the tiniest apartment. So. Yeah, that's true.
5: <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. Might be a studio or, like, smaller. Like it's, it's <laughs> even though he's got a very big painting hanging up in it. For some
4: <laughs> <time>. <laughs> yeah, where are they sitting while they're watching these movies till six in the morning? On his
3: gross bed.
4: Whoa. I'm still stuck oh, on the uh, We can figure
5: out the how <laughs> when we get there. <laughs> they're on the roof. Like, is this like, is this some sort of '80s movie where their best friends oh. on the roof watching movies? Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know.
4: <laughs> It was a it was a interesting and um, question provoking item to learn mm-hmm. in this unit. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think my my favorite thing that we learned was that Beth's fear of the Wizard of Oz didn't have anything to do with the Wicked Witch or the flying monkeys. Hmm. No, oh. she was worried about some farm girl who was going to steal her flashy red shoes. <laughs> 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 <It's
6: so hot. laughs> <sighs>
4: Also, that given the opportunity to imagine absolutely anything he wants, Dave's greatest fantasy is that he has competent employees. (laughs) 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 That was pretty good. Okay. Now we're going to move on to common threads between episodes. This is our, uh, our traditional Venn diagram section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gotten a little, little wild, a little out of hand lately. We're going to try to keep it concise, see what we can do here. <laughs> um, but, so we're going to start off with um, the three episode commonalities. So commonalities between all three episodes in the unit. And uh, Alan. Do you have anything that stood out to you that was happened in all three episodes or was a theme throughout all three?
2: I mean, this is probably a pretty obvious one, but just the sheer sure fact that Joe can't fix it, can't fix something that affects <laughs> everyone in <laughs> the two episodes, you know, to uh, to their doom and then one to, I guess, their mental doom. <laughs> um
4: yeah, That was that was, was a that was, big one, yeah. That was a big one. Yep. That was a big theme across all three. Kind of interesting because it's like that wasn't why we chose the unit, mm-hmm. but it was a very, very mm-hmm. prominent theme throughout mm-hmm. the unit.
5: In every multiverse, Joe yep. has problems. <laughs> 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 Everyone cr-
4: suffers because Joe can't fix something. <laughs> yeah. um, G- no, I was going to say, ahead. my
2: other themes, are, it seems to be like it's two episodes, not all three usually, so...
4: Well, we'll get into that yeah, we've yeah, got the exactly. two episode commonalities as well um so hang on to those i'm sure they're gold uh, jason do you have any common thread between all three episodes nothing intelligent uh, <laughs> uh i
3: tried i tried my the part of my brain that can draw conclusions and uh see relationships between things is, is gone uh, at the moment okay but, <laughs> but we'll just say death is a theme if only in the the two big theme episodes but then the horror movie. There's some death in a death adjacent shit going on in there as well. And then maybe you could connect uh, the two episodes: repopulating Earth and Bill getting it on a bunch in Daydream. Uh, that Bill and <laughs> sex. Uh, you know the joint Bill sex situation. Uh, that's yeah, all okay. I've got, and that's all I will have, uh, um, because again, I don't have a brain right now.
4: Hey, I mean those those were two big uh, threads throughout the the three episodes. So the brain is working more than you think. Okay. Okay. um, Thad, do you have a a three episode commonality here? I'm gonna go
5: with cool chairs. Uh, We have Dave's space chair. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know the, the big the big chair that his feet don't touch the ground. Um, in Sinking Ship, we have those indoor lounge chairs where the people sure. are lounging when Matthew comes back from the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in Daydream, we have the lounge in the elevator lobby where Bill and Beth take naps.
4: Okay. okay. So I'm going oh, to cool chairs. Nice. I did not pick up on that. <laughs> one, ha-
1: one has Batmobile mode, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: That's <the> coolest, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom, do you have a three-episode commonality for us?
5: Uh, yeah, all
1: three um, feature movie references. Um, obviously, Sinking Ship is, is basically one big homage to Titanic. Um, Daydream has several horror movies that it alludes to, also The Wizard of Oz. And then Space, of course, you get Star Wars, you get um, some others, Uh Soylent Green, a couple <laughs> others. So, yep. you know, they all they all feature movie
4: references. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Very good. Um, I've got Matthew getting excluded. Mm. Mm. Um, so he doesn't get a space pod in space nice. uh, he doesn't drown in the shipwreck mm. in sinking ship and he doesn't get turned into a droid by Joe <laughs> <laughs> we don't think I don't know there was a theory Thad presented a theory so so maybe but in terms of the canon of the show yeah. he does not get turned into a droid by Joe <laughs> probably <laughs> probably <laughs>
2: I just- Uh I was gonna say, I just realized there's a at some point there's a red room in every episode. Oh. The, oh. The uh, uh, well, Titanic was in the bathroom with the uh, the fire, and the coals, but then oh, obviously sure. spaced was the, uh, the aliens when the, uh, the the red alert, and then Daydream was the aliens with Matthew. Oh like, right, right. Uh, everything was like red. Yeah. <laughs> ah.
4: Nice. Yeah, nice. There we go. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah. I did not have that on my list. We're going to have to make more yeah. stickers, Lauren. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Jason, you had another one? No. <laughs> 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 oh, couldn't help
3: it. Could help. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> um, okay.
4: All right, Thad, how about you? Do you have another one? Yes. Uh
5: I noticed, maybe ironically now, soda. Uh where Ooh. we have in space, Bill asks Matthew for a soda and Matthew trips on the power. Mm-hmm. In sinking ship, Bill has Walt getting a soda when Walt drowns. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Not without my soda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in daydream, Joe is asking everybody for a soda. A really so, good cold. Soda yeah, goes really across the board.
4: One and minute. don't forget the cold phosphate. Cold yes. phosphate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. (laughs) All right, Tom, any other three episode commonalities?
1: Uh, Sure. We've got in all three, um, we have different outfits from what you would normally see. In space, obviously, everybody's got this space uniform aside from Jimmy. Um, Sinking ship, we've got those period costumes. And then uh, Matthew goes through several different costume changes uh, for the. um, horror characters.
3: Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Love it.
1: They all could have gone in our costume unit. So,
3: mm.
4: oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Costume mania. Yeah. That's right.
1: <laughs> One big ass unit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Alan. Any others come to mind? Three episode commonalities.
2: Yeah, I just kind of clicked with me now, but uh, I just realized. Matthew is about to or does kill people. Like he unplugs Mm. the thing in space. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Titanic, he's not looking for the iceberg, which makes them (laughs) hit it. And then Daydream, all the horror things, he's trying to kill uh, Beth. So there you
4: Mm -hmm. go. I think you're a little too good at this. Yeah, he is.
6: (laughs) (laughs) That's all
2: I got, though. Jason, what do you have? (laughs)
1: <laughs> got to admire the sticking to the bit. I it's do, really no. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: very good. There's a lot of fun gesturing going on right now. We'll let the audience imagine.
2: <laughs> you guys can't, um, you can't see it at home, but it's hilarious.
5: <laughs> <stress> <laughs> a
4: yeah. <laughs> um, Thad, do you have any more on your list?
5: Uh, I have three. I have one strong one and two fun ones. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm going to give you a fun one.
4: Okay, give me a fun one.
5: All right. I'm going to go with aliens. Mm -hmm. In space, we have the phone book death, where he slaps the yellow pages that, of course, they have in the future there. Uh, In obviously, in Daydream, we have the alien Matthews. Mm -hmm. But Matthew wants to look out for mermaids. And if mermaids are nothing more than sea aliens... I, I mean, we have the connection right there. Right? Like, what are they? They're silly aliens. That's all they really are. <laughs> Commonality.
2: I can't believe you took Jason's idea. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh, Jason. No, <would> Jason <laughs> Damn it, I swear to God. You're on
6: know your today. <laughs>
4: All right, Tom, do you have any more?
1: Uh, Yeah, each of these episodes features guest stars. Um, We have, in space, we've got Bobby Brown, sinking ship, we've got Walt, and also, I guess, technically, the guys handling the luggage that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry, their sorry does not feed the Admiral's cat. (laughs) And, of course, in Daydream, we've got Howie and Jeanette de Chapeau. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. Good call. All right.
1: That's the last of mine. I'm now in Jason territory.
4: <laughs>
3: Not fun, is it?
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, Alan, any more come to mind?
2: No, I'm, I'm good.
4: You're good? You're yeah. good? All right. All right, Thad, I think it's you. All right, so I'm going to give you the
5: fun one, and then I'm going to give you uh, the good one. Uh, okay. There was a joke about food. In all of them, sort of. So in uh, in Space, we have Catherine and Bill with the soiling Green, but we also have them coming when Catherine comes back from lunch, she has a little pee, and Bill pops in his mouth and talks about that. Mm-hmm. Um, in Singing Ship, we have Joe diving to get Jimmy the cheese crackers as he sits at the table underwater. Okay. No, a, little, a little loose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have Howie with the food cart coming in daydream. Mm-hmm. So I consider that fun. It's anytime Jimmy asks for crackers.
4: it's always got to be cheese crackers uh
5: (laughs) that's it (laughs) okay and and so the good one is there's a unique theme song for every episode in the unit they all have a different theme song um i'm not going to sing them so i don't know what you guys expect (laughs) (laughs) all right Yeah, the, the, the space
2: one was like, I almost say like, were they using steel drums during that thing? Like, yeah, it, it very... worked well. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like a theremin or something.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just so like a synthesizer or something, some kind of stuff like that.
4: I did appreciate the theme songs. I thought that was really nice.
1: Yeah.
4: Okay, then we're going to move on to our two episode commonalities. Um, Jason. Mm-hmm what are some two episode commonalities that you noticed alan what are some two episode commonalities that you noticed because i've got nothing i literally
3: (laughs) this is the one part where i was just like i i'm out the window i I got nothing i know they're there but i i just can't think that way right now yeah
2: yeah, uh uh this is just any any of the two episodes any of the two uh well um Obviously, sinking ship in space, you have Bill and Matthew being the only ones left in the end. And also (laughs) talks about repopulating the Earth on both of them. (laughs) Uh, uh, Beth has a weird relationship with Matthew on both sinking ship and... Wait, no, not sinking ship. On Daydream and uh, space, because space, she's like jealous of the robot that's dating Matthew for some reason. She's trying to come to terms with it and then obviously daydream again. Why was she in Matthew's <sighs> apartment watching horror movies? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah.
4: Yeah. There, there's definitely a suggestion of like so, some weird feelings between Beth and Matthew, at least from the characters like hearing about whatever was happening yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. I had that on my list, too. Well, I
1: think it could be because Andy Dick is so similar to uh, Beth's beau at the time, Nick Nolte. Um, just very, very similar type of individuals.
4: So. <laughs> I mean, some even call them twins.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why they had to get John Stewart. Uh, Nick Nolte wasn't available for that. <laughs> he was
4: busy. Uh, he was busy that week. <laughs> we're twin brothers! Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I'm Jewish
6: <laughs>
4: no you're not <laughs> alright um, Tom do you have some two episode commonalities
1: yes um, in both space and sinking ship we have staff members die mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: so
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. multiple. Die. Pretty grim. <laughs> <It's> um. <morto>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bad. What's one of your two episode commonalities?
5: Uh, someone gets called my sweet. Uh, Matthew calls Irene my sweet in space as they're uh, getting into the pods at the end there. Uh, and then Bill obviously in daydream calls Beth my sweet. okay. <clears throat> <laughs> that, so so the phrase my sweet was thrown at somebody in those really two episodes
4: funny. that is interesting I did not pick up on it in space in daydream it's very prominent yeah. because of Beth's big reaction so in space but it's when Jimmy waves
5: at him or he, he says he replies back to Matthew he's like, my sweet. He's like you too honey he's like, I forget <laughs> yeah. he responds to Matthew and that's part of the joke right there <laughs> I would have called it nice. funny. I added that in.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got um, in space and sinking ship, Jimmy not buying into the gag, like he's wearing regular clothes right. in space, like he's just wearing a suit. He's got the the right. the space patch on his jacket, but other than that, he's wearing the the regular suit. And then in Sinking Ship, like, he wants to know what knots are in miles per hour, and he's, like, not putting on, like, a funny voice or doing... a good doing... point. Damn it. Yeah. He's just, like, regular old Jimmy. <laughs> just like, no, nope, I'm not I'm not doing any of this nonsense. I'm just going to be Jimmy James.
3: <laughs> Which, by the way, is a beautiful irony for maybe the best character actor of the whole group. I mean, can put on <laughs> anything. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's really friggin' funny. <laughs>
4: All right, Alan, you have any more? Yeah, I just realized uh, uh,
2: sinking ship in space just to have a very generic plot line so it doesn't really affect the universe. <laughs> yeah. Both of them evolve like, oh, we gotta talk about the budget. Like, well,
5: it's just, it's... <laughs> budget talk is very popular.
2: Well, I just love that it's just like, it's such a generic plot line, but you're yeah. like, oh, this is just because it's, it's
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's like, that's what they go to. It's like, there's a problem with the budget. Um, Dave and Lisa are having relationship tension. Mm -hmm. You know, Bill and Catherine are fighting. Like, those are the, there's like big, like, beats that they go to when they're like, I don't know, throw that in there. (laughs) Um, Jason. Yeah. Anything (laughs) come to (laughs) mind?
3: I was searching for something very quick in Daydream, because I wanted to see if in Daydream, this one thing, if I had imagined this or not. So. In the aliens part of Daydream, do they actually have guns? They don't, do they? Like I was trying to see. Uh, if not, Ooh. there's there are firearms between the two special episodes. That's 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 equipment. all I could think of. They have She
5: has the tracker, and Joe might have a gun.
3: Yeah. See, I'm trying to find it because I don't know how many minutes in this is. But um, well, yeah. Well, then that would
1: be th- all three, if
3: if that's the case. Yeah, I oh, can't be true. sure, but at the very least, there are there are definitely special firearms in the other two episodes. So there's there's a two episode thing, and I've satisfied uh that part of my requirement and well, look at that. that I believe you've now. met your quota yeah. <laughs> we don't have to fine you now <laughs> Thank oh my
4: god
2: here i'll answer for jason yeah I, thanks I, I, i've got nothing yeah,
5: totally. <laughs> 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 Ooh, i don't think there's a gun in space
3: okay i think it's it's a tracker that he's holding me. i think you're right yep yep
4: okay that's um, Thad, any other two episode commonalities?
5: Yes, uh, Bill thinks the disaster is a conspiracy <laughs> in both space and sinking ships. So, in space, he thinks it's a conspiracy to get him into the hypersleep chamber so that poor little Kathy can start making more money.
4: There, or no, as money. much exactly. money as him, he's not even worried about her <laughs> making more, just as much,
5: <laughs> right. And then in secret he originally thinks that the whole thing is a trick to get the lower classes <laughs> off the boat. <laughs> so. This is quite a scheme. Yeah. <laughs> I salute you. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, so in those two episodes Bill thinks there's a conspiracy. Okay, very good. good. All right, Tom, do you have another two episode commonality?
1: Uh yeah, this I mean this one's pretty obvious, but uh, the the Phil Hartman cold opens in both space and sinking ship.
2: Mm, mm-hmm.
1: And I guess the closing too, but
2: yeah. It's very much like Troy McClure in both of those. Oh inside.
1: yeah. Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Shakespeare, you devil. <laughs> Thanks
6: uh, guy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. I've got um, in space and in sinking ship, jimmy is hot to trot we got him we got him looking at the space porn in space and uh he's trying to get to third base with that molly brown chick from upstairs and sinking ship (laughs) (laughs) okay um alan anything else come to mind no Okay, that's alright. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, uh-huh. anything else? Anything else pop up for you? Yeah, nope, not no, <laughs> no, not at all. No, no, none at all. No. Okay. Right. <laughs> all right, Thad, we're back to you. Any more two-episode commonalities?
5: Yes, there are androids in two uh, episodes. Uh, obviously, we have Irene Matthews bot in space, and then we have Joe's daydream where the entire the entire staff. Androids or robots. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. I don't want to offend anybody in the, in the tech world, so I'm not sure the correct <laughs> nomenclature.
6: Uh,
5: but we have human looking robots in both episodes. Aha. Uh-huh. Very good. Which I believe called androids,
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not the phones. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, <laughs> um Tom, what's another one from you?
1: Uh, let's see. Both in space and daydream, uh, they both features the full cast. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's mm-hmm. sinking ship. Obviously, we're missing Vicky and uh, Candy has left the show. So, mm-hmm.
4: okay, oh, good, good point. Okay. Um, We kind of already talked about it, but we got Pataki jokes in space and in sinking ship. Yep. We've got Governor Pat- Space Tacky in space, and then the Admiral Pataki in the uh, sinking ship. <laughs> 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 really great. <laughs> um, and, and they
1: never would have done this if the name Pataki wasn't so good. Like it's, it's just be, a great it's because name. Because the name to say. is so funny. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> It's just fun to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> um, Thad, what's another one of yours? All
5: right, I got two more. Uh, one is going to be the cigars. I think we pointed out in probably the episodes, but Bill lights a space cigar in the booth, <laughs> and they flip the coin. Uh, and then we have Dave, Jimmy, and Bill smoking cigars in the booth as the ship is supposed to be going down. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So we have, uh, we have the smoking link continuing through more episodes.
4: I never realized how much smoking there was in this show, especially smoking of cigars. It's kind of unreal. (laughs) I can't believe how much I didn't notice it before. Um, Tom, you have any more?
1: Uh, Last one I have is that there are, um, they have to, they have completely different sets that they have to go to for both space and sinking ship. Um, Like, so they go to the Venus basically, which is what a parking lot outside uh, the studio um, and then the pool or whatever that they had to film for sinking ship is like completely different.
4: Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Very rarely did this show leave its set. It's core mm-hmm. set. Yeah. You know, like we, we, we had a few alternate sets with like the, the crappy Mexican restaurant or whatever, but right. yeah. Jimmy's office. A good point. Yeah. 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 Um, I've got, in Space and Daydream, Dave wants Joe to call in a specialist. (laughs) Of course, he never does. I am a specialist. (laughs) At everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thad, you have another one?
5: Yeah, last one. Uh, Shout out to James Cameron, but Aliens, that specific movie, uh, they got him in two. We have the Joe in Space with uh, Joe and Beth. Uh, That is uh, obviously a throwback to Aliens. And then in Daydream, uh, no, I'm sorry, it, that was that was for Daydream. In Space, we have the the critter running around. Uh, they've got the guns back to back looking for it, and then Jimmy squashes it with the phone book, and it has acid mm-hmm. for blood. So, <laughs> uh, one of my one of my favorite movies growing up. So I had to definitely have to shut that off.
1: <laughs> that's three James Cameron movies then.
5: Oh, wow. that's true. Wow. <laughs>
1: so that, that could go that could go into our three. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, Titanic, ever heard of it?
5: Wow oh. um, <laughs> never seen it, so actually that's the right Aram- <laughs> All the guys here have seen that movie, Lauren, so I don't know what's up with movie. Am <laughs>
4: movie. Am, am I the only person in this podcast who's never seen Titanic?
3: <laughs> I think so. I I, saw-
2: I had to watch it, like, no no joke, uh, about 10 to 12 times when I was editing it. Pop because oh. they needed different versions with different time credits and i had to retime oh. everything out. oh, no. oh no.
4: brutal they brutal. did a marathon
2: where they would do the movie and it would roll in to a re-airing of the movie under the credits of the movie <laughs> oh, oh, <God>.
3: uh, <laughs> no
2: uh, no <laughs>
6: The saddest know. part that is, of that no. movie is
3: the loss of the ship. That's the saddest thing that happens, is that all that beautiful set gets destroyed. Those two little fucking schmucks, who cares about them, but that beautiful <laughs> ship getting
6: destroyed.
3: <laughs> can, we,
2: uh, can we explain, uh, also, this is the, uh, the Sinking Ship episode,
3: uh-huh. they...
2: Had the James Cameron controversy of the debris, her floating on it, Mm -hmm. obviously, other people could get on it. It was about the same (laughs) size as it was in the movie. Yeah,
4: Yeah. they had three people on that desk, (laughs) which was about the same size as the door. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) All right, I have two more, if nobody has any others that have come to mind. All clear? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Space and Daydream Uh, both have Catherine and Bill bickering. Mm -hmm. Although, that kind of goes hand in hand with, like, they drink coffee in these episodes. <laughs> like it's, it's kind of in every episode that has Catherine and Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Space and Daydream uh, both featured Beth's belly button. Oh. <laughs> uh. Her uh, her space uniform was very much a midriff. And um, at the very beginning of Daydream, she was, like, you know, in the the heavier... Um, button down shirt that she was more covered up, but as Tom so aptly pointed out, as the episode goes on and it's getting hotter and hotter, she starts to sort of disrobe. And the, the undershirt she was wearing was a, a bare midriff. So mm-hmm. a whole lot of Vicky Lewis belly button in both those episodes. <laughs> so
1: you could say that all three episodes had naval outfits. Oh my
4: God. <laughs> <laughs> there we well go. Played, well played. Well, now I'm going to put that in the all three of the Venn diagram. (laughs) Um, Oh, I actually did have two more. Um, We didn't have a whole lot for Sinking Ship and Daydream. Not too many commonalities between the two. But they do both feature Lisa being romantic with someone besides Dave. Uh Like, she's being kind of, like, flirty with Walt in Sinking Ship. And um, she has that, uh, you know, Bill's Daydream. So it's not really reality but we do see her being romantic with bill yep. mm-hmm. and we also have um wet hair mm-hmm. in both <laughs> so pretty much everyone gets wet in sinking ship right and beth has wet hair in the alien scene in daydream oh. mm-hmm.
5: True. nice <laughs> jason does that feel like a cheap shot to you because it kind of feels like a cheap shot to me huh this, this hair nonsense? Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's take this hair stuff for granted. Okay.
1: I got oh. it. I'm, I'm wearing a ball cap out of solidarity. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's an above average hat, sir. Thank you.
4: <laughs> All right. Now we're going to talk about unmentioned items. Is there anything um, that we haven't talked about yet that you guys wanted to bring up? Um, Jason, anything that you wanted to mention here in the unmentioned items?
3: The other editing bit is that conscious choice to cut out the audience laughter. Uh, the first time Jimmy jumps out the window uh, at the end of Daydream, uh, they just let it lay, and then w- that way it doesn't. It, it would kill the bit if they let the people laugh at it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Beth uh, in the big window in space is kind of, I think, an homage to Red Dwarf because Red Dwarf, like the 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 computer on a screen is just a woman's face with a black background. Um, I just really like Bone Bones Follies. Very stupid. Like the all, FDR? Well, like FDR. Also, not a joke they would have written in the 20s. That is not a That is a 90s joke translated, uh, which I really think is great. Right. Um, I want to uh, listen to that episode. They got to re- just write that
2: episode. Then.
3: Oh, can, can I tell you? That is, that is a project I've wanted to do for a very long time. I want to write a full episode of Phone Bones Follies and release it on cassette like one of those old 80s compilations. And <laughs> <laughs> one of these days, I think I will. Uh, and then it occurred to me only today, that, so they had to build a special pool also to contain the break room, the their that version mm-hmm. of the break room. Uh, but they managed to make it safe to open the fridge and have it be lit up from the from the inside. So they must have had to like make a special rig that like maybe there's like uh, I'm gonna have to ask Spider Chambers about this actually, where there's like a uh, plexiglass behind it so they could shoot a light oh. inside because you can't have a light in submersed in water usually, <laughs> and so yeah I want to know how they did that. This is something that never occurred to me today. Uh, impressive, impressive bit of shooting because it's uh, it plays off because that joke only works if the fridge lights up when you open it underwater. It's great. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that thought never occurred to me i Uh think i just buy into it so much at that point like no this is this really happened Mm -hmm. (laughs) um alan anything you want to put in unmentioned items
2: uh i just kind of love in sinking ship when the set obviously has something that's meant to be an elevator how they just decided let's just put some stairs in there Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sure. Had, but yeah. also have the doors closed in case water comes. In. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate the use of space that they did.
4: That was a nice touch, wasn't it? Um, Tom, anything unmentioned that you want to bring up here?
1: I think we've actually mentioned all my unmentioned. So, oh, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. We, so, we
4: mentioned Tom's unmentionables. Yes. <laughs> I can tell Thad is amazed by how dumb that joke was. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, the correct response is no response. <laughs> <laughs> You'll only encourage me. Don't encourage
2: me. <laughs> However, after Lauren said it, the rest of us were like, damn it, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. <laughs>
3: For the record, I was avoiding saying something, like <laughs> but she went
5: there. I, mean, I credit went. Credit there. where credit like, is If there's a third one, man. <laughs> <laughs>
4: here we go. All right, Thad. What do you want to put in unmentioned items?
5: Um, I, I actually don't have anything uh, listed either. I, I'm still kind of mentally chewing on a lot of the stuff that these guys said here, so uh, I, I feel really good
4: about hitting hitting all the big ideas in this unit. Okay. Um. I mean, I, OK, so I, I know that we talked a lot about Howie already. But I just wanted to say, I went back and looked at Charles C. Stevenson's acting credits mm-hmm. on IMDb. And first of all, the number of credits this guy has rivals Steven Root. It's and that's insane. saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> He's been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised by the number of TV shows that he's appeared in that I've seen, and not just that I've seen but i that I've rewatched mm-hmm. like in their entirety, yeah. like party of Five charmed Scrubs. like and but and yet when I see him in anything, I just think of howie <laughs> <laughs> no, and i I think that speaks to how impactful that small scene was, and hopefully not just to my obsession with news radio. <laughs> He's in other many Columbia.
3: Office crossovers, too. He's on an episode of The Office as well.
4: Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Him and Wayne
3: uh. Wilderson and, like, several others. Like, just a ton of other people have been. Obviously, more Tierney later on on The Office. but right. Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. Mrs. California, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she's very good. Very episode. nice. She was. She was great. I mean, she's great in everything. Um, not that I'm biased or anything. Sure. Sure. <laughs> All right, now we're going to give an individual rating of the unit. So we like to rate it you know, something out of 10, usually something uh, something a little unique, a little individual. We'll let you decide for yourself how you want to rate this unit. Um, so Alan, I'm going to let you go first. How do you rate this unit? Are everything, everywhere, all at WNYX units?
2: I'm going to give it a uh, 9 out of 10 space thumbs. <laughs> <Nice>. All right.
4: <laughs>
6: space thumbs, nice.
2: <laughs> no i just these, these these pair very well together like a fine space
4: wine so, like, like a like a cold phosphate with cheese crackers <laughs> 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 couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> all right jason how would you rate this unit of episodes
3: uh, 9.7 out of 10 dead people in steerage. Uh, that's, <laughs> uh,
4: uh, that's, go. that's a very high rating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my. It, uh, I think, I don't know. I mean, dead people in steerage is a bad thing. So maybe it's sure. a bad rating. I'm not saying, <laughs> say. but you, you played by the rules. So we'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Tom, what's your rating of the unit?
1: Uh, seven and a half out of ten Admirals cats. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what's a half an Admirals cat look like? Uh,
1: <laughs> it's, it's in severe distress. Okay. <laughs>
4: oh. I shouldn't have asked. That's my fault. All right, Thad, what's your rating of the unit?
5: Uh, Because of all the 80s and 90s references, I'm going to get 9 out of 10 video rental VHS cases.
3: Okay. Oh, hey, all right. (laughs) If anyone doesn't
5: instantly know what I'm talking about, then the rating is lower for you. (laughs) <laughs> uh, everybody uh, in that same generation getting those hard plastic cases with the generic outside covering so I'm going to stack 9 out of 10 for this unit <laughs> are they empty
3: cases here's my concern is you just mentioned the cases so are these empty cases and are those of severe value to you, to you? in which case please walk me through they your are cases. empty cases but I am okay. not rewinding when I return okay. all the videos wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow.
5: So not being kind. Rough business. <laughs> oh yeah. Real bad
4: boy over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I am gonna rate this unit nine out of ten indelibly besmirched reputations. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and now I can say I used the quote this week. <laughs> Check. Yeah.
1: Now I realize because of space, we could have used stars.
2: Space
4: stars? Oh, we, yeah, we could have just given it stars. Like 9 out of 10 stars.
2: Uh, it would have had to have been space stars, though.
0: Space stars. Yeah. You got you to specify. Yeah, you, you
1: don't want to use those land stars.
0: <laughs> no good. Those are terrible.
4: Awful.
0: This has been part A of our recap episode for this unit. We hope you'll come back Thursday to hear more discussion with our special guest in Part B. Until then, thank you for visiting the Hoodoo Factory, the source for all your hoodoo needs. Thank you for visiting the Hoodoo Factory, the source for all your hoodoo needs. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hoodoo underscore factory. The Hoodoo Factory is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Please stop by our gift shop at grabitgear.com. And remember, the Hoodoo Factory is the supplier of the only known antidote for ABSA fever.